Discussing the news that matters. Light Breakfast Front Page. And on front page with me this morning is Zunar. He's a political cartoonist, also a satirist. Uh, good morning, Zunar. Good morning, Ishaz. <laughs> How are you? Good morning. Tanjong Pia just happened, the by-election over the yes. weekend. Uh, were you very surprised at the results? I'm not, actually. You're not surprised? I'm not surprised because I, I, I saw the trend of people are getting restless mm-hmm. a bit. And dissatisfied, I think, yeah? Yes. In uh, fact, this, yeah. yeah, in fact, Johor DAP Chief Liu Chin Tong said Pakatan Harapan's landslide defeat in the Tanjung Pia by-election could mark the start of the coalition's end, but it could also be a chance for a new beginning. It is a crushing defeat for Pakatan Harapan. Um, do you feel that the tides are turning for Barisan <coughs> National? First of all, we need to understand this is by-election, yeah? This is a trend in Malaysia when it comes to by-election that the one that doesn't have so much impact in terms of shifting power, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of majority in the parliament. People will, will use that many times to protest. So there are so many cases, so many by-elections before. But I, I, can, I can quote one classic example. Mm-hmm. So 1988, it was uh, contested by uh, Sharil Samad as independent against Barisan Nasional. And mm. he won by 12,000 those days. Wow. Yes, those days, independence against Barisan Nasional. And people vote to protest the sacking of then Chief Justice Saleh Abbas. Mm-hmm. But after that, Barisan National still in power. Right. So it, I I think this is the same trend where people give uh, people protest. People say that no, we are not satisfied. There's uh, very little reform, and there are I think the too many pe- U-turns. Yeah, as too well. many U-turns, and not only U now become W because <laughs> of too many U's. True enough. turn and then and then also uh, I think the most important thing also because the government is. Uh, governments like uh, they are really focused on big business rather than your know, small economy yeah. which is which is very important in kampung yeah. life where people need that so mm-hmm. I think it is a protest vote yeah. but but uh, the Pakatan Harapan or any government shouldn't take this for granted Okay, now Malaysia's youngest MP, P. Prabhakaran, does not appear to be facing any real danger to his life after his car was pelted with eggs last Friday. Uh, police have ruled out sabotage and security threat to the Batu MP. But I'm questioning, isn't this a kind of a form of intimidation? Your thoughts, Suhail? Well, first of all, this incident uh, remind me of the kind of the same incident that happens to an Australian senator in New Zealand. Uh, Fraser Anning, you know? Yeah. Uh, because uh, when a racist senator was egged by a boy, we kind of applaud it. But when this kind of thing happens to Prabhakar, it raises question. For me, if you see it in a, in a moral way, of course, it is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it is just a way of people expressing things. Uh, of course, we, we do not condone this kind of act. Right. But uh, I think Prabhakar need to answer some questions in his constituencies. I, I thought he was doing a relatively decent job. Um, your thoughts, uh, Zunar? Uh, first of all, um, I'm sorry, I'm not agree with the <laughs> comment by <laughs> so highly because <laughs> this is kind of assumption that people did this as a protest. Yeah, mm-hmm. So we, we can't say this. We can't mm. say this because I'm, I'm okay if people stand up 
that people yeah. show himself or herself and say I not agree with you take in your face mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay that we cannot say this is political we cannot say this is protest but the most important thing is here the police cannot take this likely yes so you cannot say the command about oh uh, we this is not sabotage or not this is not the job of the police the police need to say yes you are elected uh, mp we will make sure we will make sure your security and safety we will make sure that it won't happen again and we will go after the culprit now on the 11th of november fmt reported 6000 new doctors um, are produced every year but not enough jobs but if you look back to a 15th of july audit it found that malaysian hospitals are understaffed and overcrowded what is the actual reality of the situation yeah zuna we are looking at the statement by mmi Yes, This Malaysian Medics International. Medic International said that we have too many doctors mm-hmm. without job. Yeah. A simple word, yeah. And three days ago, a statement by MMA said that we don't have enough doctors. This is very simple for me. I don't know how to put it. And, you know, in 2020 budget, Ministry of Health got 30 billion. I don't see why so much problem about this. It's about demand and, uh, you know, the supply and demand. Yeah. You, got, you got doctors... And the hospital, in reality, yeah, in reality, yes, we don't have enough doctors. My experience, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, at the emergency at one of the hospital, uh, government hospital, yeah, I have to wait six hours wow. because only one doctor is working. I have to wait for six hours. But when I ask them why, they said we only get one doctor working oh, today. So this thing is, is a, the reality is we don't have enough doctors. Mm. And whereas we have so many doctors without job. Mm. So I think the government have to say, okay, we know we, we do some opening. Oh, uh, we got 30 billion. You know, so Could it also be that the doctors don't want to go where they're needed? Meaning you know, these placements that are in rural areas and whatnot. I, I don't think that is the case because the problem is we don't have job. Mm. For them, there is no job opportunity. Your thoughts, Sohail? The, the, the real thing right now is we have a lot of graduate doctors only. But the thing is, government have no placement for them. I think mm-hmm. that's uh, something that they need to, to look at very seriously because hospital, we heard yeah. a lot of stories about uh, government hospitals don't have enough facilities, don't have enough doctors, even me, I also have experience like that. Right, and maybe open more jobs for these graduate yes. doctors. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the government also no excuse. Yeah. Because this I, is healthcare, yeah, this I, is not about... Absolutely, this, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking, you know, you want to cut down the number of public servants, there are go other ahead, areas, yes. go yes. ahead, yeah. but not in medical, not yes. in education. Yes, that's right. That's right. All yeah. right, well, I mm. hope someone's listening. Um, coming <laughs> up next, prominent lawyer Hanif Katri Abdullah has called on the Perak Menteri Besar Ahmad Faizal Azumu to immediately suspend the embattled Paul Yong Chu Kyung from his position as State Executive Counselor. He says Paul Yong is selfish, irresponsible and rude to think that he could resume his duties and announce so when only the MB has the power to determine the position of the State Executive Counselor. Now, if you find yourself in a situation similar to this, I mean, should you not then recuse yourself? Your thoughts, uh, Suhail? Well, first of all, I hope I'm not in that position. Never in that position, yeah. <laughs> but I think he should even resign. Because, yes, at first it, it was just talk. But now it's in the court already, you know. Yes, I know that innocent until proven guilty. But this is a very serious accusation, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's already in court. I think if he is responsible and he take his job seriously as a as a statesman, not just politician, I think 
you should resign, mm. not just go on sabbatical. Right. In your thoughts, Zuna? Yes, it is. I, I, I agree that people should, uh, a responsible, you know, elected person should resign or recuse or, you know. Uh, but the problem here is it's not a culture in Malaysia. Culture, nobody do this before. Suddenly, we want to do in Perak. Yeah. You see, if we can take other cases, I don't want to mention sure, but it. But we know which yeah. case you're talking no, no, about. No, no, no. What I mean is not only one. If this is the principle, if this is the culture, many ministers should already resign <laughs> based on just the uh, thing. Yeah. Oh, just the taint. Yeah. Of yeah. Scandal. So, so be- this is the thing. So, so, so we are not in this position. In other country, if we talk with Japan as an example, or Germany, yeah, or Germany, or any country, they will do this. Yes, but yeah. it's the culture, of political okay. culture of that country. So, speaking about the culture um, of this type of thing here, is it because they feel, in your opinion, um, that this would be akin or similar to uh, admitting wrongdoing? Yes, because uh, again, uh, based on that principle, yeah, mm-hmm. people are innocent, as in until proven guilty we also don't really know I, I don't yeah. really know about this case I cannot say whether it's right sure, or wrong yeah. but the person will definitely do battle but again legal battle and moral battle is different things Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're talking about not legal yes legal you can go to the court and court, but morally mm-hmm. yes it should be done but again like I want to point it again this is not Malaysian <laughs> culture nobody does it before and nobody will I think we have to start somewhere mm-hmm. because this is the new government and the one that are being accused is from the new government. Yeah. So you have to start a new culture. So, you know, okay, there are a lot of accusations uh, on the ministers and other, other politicians of Pakatan Harapan, but right now this is not just an accusation. Mm-hmm. So I think this is where the Pakatan Harapan leaders should start saying, hey, s- yeah. sorry, Paul, you have to go. You yeah. have to resign. Yeah. You can you can stay as an MP because you are elected. Yeah, I agree with that. Yes, that's right. But it must come from the federal first. Yes, yeah, yes, you, yes. you show example first, yes. and you talk to others. It's not like oh, you go, but I stay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it looks like uh, PKR Party President um, Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim has said that uh, we need to give Rafizi Ramli and Nurul Iza some time, some space before they're asked to be active in the PKR leadership. Um, you know, Rafizi has always been like Anwar's running mate uh, and yet with yet another party vice president having left his side his daughter Nurul how does this actually reflect on the Pakatan inner circle your thoughts Zunar the most important thing Rafizi and Nurul are both young leaders mm-hmm. with a very good prospect in the future and we cannot look at Nuriza as Anwar's daughter she has her own strength yes yeah? mm-hmm. that's why I think it is okay to give her a break and she definitely will come back as a leader yeah, because they are still young. And Rafizi also the same. I think he has a very good criteria to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's good in economy and, and a lot of things. And I think it is non-issue to give them time. I'm sure both will come back. But how much time? Yeah, time is a very <laughs> no. Time is very subjective in mm-hmm. politics. Time mm-hmm. you you can, cannot give time by by date or or, mm. or you know time is very subjective. It depends on the how the, the political situation. Changed, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. It, it depends on a lot of things. This is politics. This is politics. All you right. can't. I I cannot say this. Even if you ask Anwar, we cannot say it. he cannot give a specific but time. You ask Rafizi and Muriza, yeah. so there is no specific specific time about it. Okay, Suhail, your thoughts. I think. 
we need to understand why they want to take this leave. I, I believe that this, based on what I heard, this is a kind of protest. There are a lot of things that happening right now in the government, in the new government, that are not in line with the reformation spirit. That mm. they, they have been bringing this for 10, 20 years. But what happened right now is not that. So, Nurul Izzah, we know, he is already in a position, already winning the uh, PKR election. Then, he stepped down. That's a protest. And it happens after a few of uh, Amno's MPs uh, going to Bersatu. Some people related to that. Because yes. it, it happened right All after hopping, that. All the hopping, yeah? Yes. So, this party hopping is definitely against what the new government is all about. Yeah. And yet it's allowed to happen. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. So, I hope it doesn't create another camp in PKR, mm-hmm. you know, a, a group of young leaders that yeah. are disappointed because PKR is already in at Shambles. least two camps. Yes. Mm. All right. Well, gentlemen, I thank you so much for your thoughts and for the great debate here this morning on Front Page. Thank you yeah, so thank much. You, yes. Thank you. Of course, that was political cartoonist Zunar and uh, Ahmad Sohail Adnan, journalist from the news desk at Berita Harian on today's Front Page.